0: So I just hope to be my best <laughs> Call What do you think?
1: No, really, what do you think? I'm serious what do you think? So we're back
0: We are, and I've got to ask the question Do you yeah. ever feel like someone's watching you? <laughs> <laughs> do you ever feel like someone's listening to your podcast
1: (laughs) (laughs) we're not normal people (laughs) um so today's a really special episode and the way it that it came about was um bestie wifey of the pod come and
2: you saying ola i've never said ola once in her life (laughs) She today she's trying, I'm debuting Ola. Just she's so everyone trying to knows. debut her
1: like um, cultural and linguistically yeah, 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 yeah. diverse vibe. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, Carmen actually gave us our start basically before <laughs> we had the podcast and we read um, for Fate of Crush for Fate That's of Crush. So true. Yes. Um, I
0: like
2: to support my emerging girlies. You know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so Carmen's actually a big week in the art world. <laughs> um, yeah. She's, and um, what can I she's say? She's a part of several
0: narrative <laughs> arcs um, yes. for for gay people. <laughs>
2: Gay people are degenerates, covers, Degenerate. scary PRC's. people, <laughs> POC. <PRC's. laughs> West Sydney, people, when you walk past them in the street, you turn the other way, you cross the street yes. to avoid I them. Know. Dungeon monsters.
0: <laughs> Dungeon monsters.
2: Grave <laughs> robbers. <laughs> she does all
1: that and more. Just the kind of resume. It's you very know. long. Um, but um, she brought us to. Together in, in some ways. Mm-hmm. I guess professionally speaking sure, maybe. Sure, sure. Um, I am a mentor. They do say that. Uh, so Carmen reached out to me and she said hey, why don't we book tickets for the scary of 61st? And I was like, oh my god, a girl is just too busy lots on to even think about booking. Right. However, I did find a time in my little calendar after my shift today and I said, this is perfect. I will book us the tickets. I went on Monday after I watched Titan, however I say it. And I sent a picture to my dearest lovely friend, Mr. Charles. (laughs) And um, upon receipt of the picture, he said to me, Oh my God, there's just nowhere showing it in Paris. I don't think I'll be able to see the movie, except for maybe a shaky cam recording of it in a cinema. Yeah. Anyway, when he walked into the restaurant on Wednesday, he said, I booked the seats right next to you. Yeah,
0: I I thought it was an elaborate ruse, her sending me the photo of your tickets. Um, I thought she was trying to catch me in the act of lying about... um, sneakily <laughs> coming to I thought I was caught in the act and um so yeah I just bought a ticket next to you guys and I just thought you know what actually I don't need to watch it online from, <laughs> the from I'll just come and sit next to you surprise after surprise and hold, your, after hand, surprise after and hold surprise. your hand while um well Dasha I don't know the actress's vomits, name literally <laughs> vomits, like
2: spits. Ties herself up. Masturbates at, in oh, front of
0: Epstein's uh, mansion. Uh, and then, and then, and then. Touching the E. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Uh-huh. So we went to the movies. Yes. <laughs> we did. Dendy Newtown. Shout out to the Dendy Newtown.
1: <laughs> we saw The Scary of 61st by Dasha Necrosova. Yes. Um. This is also the first time we're podcasting in the same room together. And it's very disconcerting.
0: Like, it is, it is, it is. A- no, it's actually kind of scary (laughs) how disconcerting it is like
2: if only this was the 61st podcast (laughs) i also just want everyone listening to know that it's very witchy vibes we're sitting we are sitting in a circle we're sitting in a a
0: childhood bedroom Mm -hmm. we are in a you know big house where there's lots of creaks and noises. And
2: bump, things that go bump in the night. Things yeah. that go bump in the night.
0: There's also a mirror hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> um, a stained <laughs> uh, mattress. Um,
2: convulsing in the bed. <laughs> convulsing in the childhood
0: bed. There's also lots of like uh, royal family royal family memorabilia. <laughs> yes. Um
1: not by choice, may <laughs> I add?
0: Um ceramic bell masturbation toys. Yes. Okay,
1: and just to explain, um the scary of 61st mm-hmm. is a um
2: how would you describe it genre wise? S- Psychosexual horror? I would say
0: it like I would say the genre thriller. is like a hysteric horror, right? Like mm-hmm. it's like
2: it's a I horror movie without
0: genre. any kind of oh, like yeah. um scary element other than the mm. ways in which like the human characters—you don't think lose the, their minds. The you know threat I mean?
1: of uh, global pedophilia culture
0: <laughs> is
2: scary <laughs> to
0: me. Wow, you know, maybe <laughs> I'm just so um, jaded. You're just so jaded. I'm just, you know what, I've been blue-pilled, and <laughs> mm-hmm,
2: um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: this film was my nine eleven, and it <laughs> yeah. red-pilled a lot of people.
1: It was totally a paradigm shift. Yeah. Yes. Um, so the dialogue in this movie was insane. Why don't we start at the beginning, which was um, another railroad apartment in Jesus New York City, Christ. where I, me and Charles began to learn more and more about right. New York City um, right. real estate. Just a few <laughs>
0: weeks ago, we watched that film, what was it called, The Last Days of Disco, And they had this shoddy New York City railroad apartment where everyone was sharing doorways and having to walk through bedrooms to get to bathrooms. And this apartment was, you know... Along the same lines.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I made like, <laughs> it to Charles' <laughs> and, and then, then I was like, very Sorry. politely
0: apologized. Um, <laughs> and basically, yeah, so the premise is that, you know, the two characters that aren't Dasha move into this apartment. <laughs> Not the characters that aren't Dasha. Well, <laughs> so I don't know their names. Okay, let's, okay, let's, let's don't know. Okay, so no, 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 no. Let me break it down. actually Let me rename them. Let please. me break it
2: down. Go, go ahead, comment. Break, Dasha? Noel and Blondie.
0: Okay, but I'm going to go as far as to say that Blondie is the girl thumb with sucker. the boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Okay, the one with the like
2: thumb sucker Thumb.
0: The oh, other thumb. one is the, one the, the other one is the one with the French to me.
1: Yeah. That's a, yeah, 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 it's one. a very like Noelle. Charlotte Gainsbourg. Mm, ugly very that, by, mm, very that. You know. I
0: mean, throughout the movie, Laura turned to both sides <laughs> and said to us that the Charlotte Gainsbourg Berg lookalike alike character looked like Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> no, they, like,
1: lit... I swear to God, when <laughs> was Dasha was so... choking on the inmate... Uh, like, the Spoiler inmate other. orange, mm-hmm. like... <laughs> we have spoilers. Uh, noose, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, they lit her so she looked like Jeffrey's when she was, like, shot from below. Mm.
0: I, I mean. swear I mean. to I
2: God. Say, should we do a quick plot summary to the next Yeah, yeah, let's really?
0: do it. Why don't you go for it?
2: Okay, well, from what I gathered, um, basically, it's about these two... Twenty something, um, you know, Reddit, <laughs> Reddit, scare listening, <laughs> listening, um, R word saying,
0: with Adidas.
2: Uh, yeah, let's Adidas. just say
0: trigger warning for anyone who wants to go see the movie. There are three R words, mm-hmm. and they and are not F-word. the three main characters.
2: And one F word as well. Yes. Um. So these two twenty something uh, rent an apartment, and when they you know move in, they realize that there's you know, something deep and sinister lurking beneath the surface <laughs> no, of the apartment wall. Like, they, like, literally, literally like,
0: say, literally like, d- there's something sinister in yeah, the apartment. Yeah,
2: Dasha okay. walks in there and says the very Dasha, line. If you, yeah, yes. So, essentially, um, and this is really never confirmed... Real, it's really not confirmed, but they, we are led to believe that Jeffrey Epstein, um... He conducted his his evil wrongdoing in the apartment. Yeah, he did did sex crimes in the apartment apartment.
1: as evidenced by bloodstains on the mattress, Mm -hmm. mirrors on the ceiling. Weird dungeon room. Because wealthy
0: men like Jeffrey Epstein don't have the kind of money to replace the mattress in an apartment. And as we know um landlords and you are, would take
1: that with you if you're a mastermind i have man. seen broad city and i know <laughs> yeah. about the bed bug problem and i would no, not be right. sleeping on the mattress that was left there i by the previous don't corner.
0: think any normal person would move into a in
2: new york you poorly, know
0: better <laughs> okay but let's let's address the elephant in the room that first scene where they moved into the apartment and yeah. the landlord okay, what, and the way that he with? creepily like was like why do you want to clean the apartment yeah. You can so, get a broom. That was such strange dialogue, dialogue, dialogue and weird acting. Yeah, like, A lot of... So, I would say, like, within this film, like, a lot of the dialogue is really strange and, and really poorly delivered, but in a way that feels kind of uncanny and sort of, like, something's, like, behind you and you sort of, like, feel that, like... So, this afternoon, I started watching Possession mm-hmm. with Isabella Johnny, and I really feel that that's, like, a precursor to what 100%. films like this are like. And the acting is similarly strange. Like, there's something kind of off about the way that people deliver their lines in films like this. And what you've come to realise, I think, is that the script, the dialogue, it plays such a small role in, like, the actual feeling of the film. Yeah. And...
1: Oh, I I wouldn't say such a small role because it is all, all something that we noticed separately right. and does form such a tense part of the kind of atmosphere, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking about it in terms of like realism because we're very quick to say that like dialogue that feels like stilted or um, inaccurate or um unrealistic is this kind of awkward, discombobulated interaction um when in fact we interact with many awkward people In a, discomb- right. Right. a day right. Right, right, in right, right, a discombobulated right. way, Ooh. which is not to say that I would watch a film like this and say that the dialogue is extremely realistic, but I right. think to make that critique is kind of funny in some way right. that mm-hmm. doesn't feel accurate.
0: And I think the most kind of interesting part of this film and why it kind of has taken on this very, very, very small cult <laughs> yeah. appreciation yeah. is that dialogue as a means of I don't know Dasha, Dasha expressing is... herself like yeah. she's literally let's call a spade a spade she's a podcaster yeah. so mm. her bread and butter is how she articulates her opinions about things and the the film at times felt like you know cuttings from a Red Scare episode the way they talked about things the perspectives the opinions the commentary The like sort of like I don't know
2: Well, can I? I want to ask you a question then. Yeah. So, what do we think that? I mean, to the room. What do we think that the actual meaning and message of the film was? Because I.
0: (laughs) Oh Oh, (laughs) Oh my god! It was so so scary. God, a scary of
2: thirty-eight. A scary
0: of thirty-eight. Name of the episode.
2: Because what is, the re- what, what is the meaning and message of the movie? Because, you know, Laura and I have talked a lot on Off Air about, you know, these types of psychosexual, melodrama, right. disturbing movie right. content. So, oh, if, my God. Because, really, the, the, you know, if they're trying to say sexual assault is bad, well, A, a uh, duh. And, two, no, Jeffrey no, no, Epstein no, no. It's bad. Not that.
0: It's not that. The thing with Dasha like is there's, like, a different... There's a different approach, and I haven't been able to figure it out yet myself, mm-hmm. either. Well... They don't take this, like clearly anti anti anything i don't know
2: they're like they're not
0: know they like they are not they are not in any it i don't think the text is in any way like didactic i don't mm-hmm. think it's trying to like show you like mm. i don't know like dasha and anna on the podcast they're very like devil's advocate about mm. this kind of shit and well, they like
1: yes i agree in some ways but i is i do think it is didactic in the way that it kind of like psychoanalyzes trauma and the way that, that kind of presents obviously in a very kind of like exaggerated way like it's so hyperbolic seeing a woman like um like use a bell with Prince Andrew and, like, Queen Elizabeth printed on it to masturbate, yeah. but... Um, we'll get into that later. But we'll get into that in a moment. <laughs> but I think that the, the like... I think the the principal method or the principal framework for Darshan anal- to kind of, like, psychoanalyze a woman character is um, a very psychoanalytic one. Mm-hmm. And I think that that um, does take into account what you know, sexual trauma looks like. And I think Dasha wouldn't make this movie if she she didn't have some kind of, like, idea or perspective or very kind of, like, harsh opinion about sexual assault and what that kind of means. Right. She actually said that one of her very close friends was a Jane Doe in an Epstein case. Wow. Because someone was kind of asking her, like, how do you feel about this film and what it says to victims of sexual assault, specifically by... Jeffrey Epstein, right. um, because of the content of the film, and she felt very faithful to that cause, and she did feel Interesting. like actually investigating it, and she said that the film was actually more about Vivans than it was um, <laughs> sexual assault and Jeffrey mm-hmm. Epstein, which Vyvanse. is. Vyvanse is a, a stimulant that's used for, um, ah, like, certain psychological... When she
2: says, oh, this is speeding up my drink, and I see, Vyvanse. i, I yeah. yeah.
0: got up with my um, no, with pharmaceuticals. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, and I think that's the, like, confusing thing is that, like, a lot of the conversations they have about grooming and sexual assault and rape and pedophilia mm. and all of these things are, like, notoriously slippery, and, like, yeah. they're kind I- of...
1: I wonder, like, having watched the movie and having it be very clear about, like... Like on the podcast on Red Scare, I feel like when they're talking about like sixteen-year-old girls and they're making these very kind of obvious reflections back on their teenage sexuality. Sure, sure, sure. Um, the the film doesn't go into the murky territory that their personal podcast no, does no, 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 when no. they kind of reflect on their um late teenage sexuality. Sure. But the film makes it very clear that like obviously and i feel this way i'm sure you all feel this way but yeah. like having sex with a 13 year old as like and like um as someone who's not a minor is like obviously very fucked up sure sure um the drawing that line in the sand and having that be a didactic moment in a film i think is like very clear it makes clear what dasha's perspective is and makes clear that she wants to make a, some kind of a stand or some kind of a say about this global fed- pedophilic culture. I'm yeah, so sorry. I'm, like, is... literally
0: slurring no, my like, words. It's literally Jeffrey Epstein, like, trying to prevent you from saying the word, like, call him a pedophile yeah, and, yeah. and say, it say proud. something
2: controversial yet brave?
0: <laughs> <laughs> was that it?
2: <laughs> no. Was, like, wow. was that it? <laughs> Imagine if I was like, that was, that's all. <laughs> no, and, like... I, like... Because I'm not a Red Scare, like, listener. Like, I'm, you know, very casual, like, you know, interacting with Dasha's work. Um, I feel like I get, like, the part of me that... you know, there was, like, a part of me watching it that was, like... Because it's very interesting for you to say that, like, you know, her friend was, like, a Jane Doe in the story. Because then I'm thinking, like, the whole... And maybe it's just because of how stylized it was, but it didn't feel... I don't know, I didn't get like like a personal, genuine emotional. I like didn't it was it's very hard for me to like watch Scary of Sixty First and be like, oh, this person has like a personal connection yeah, to this yeah. material.
0: No, it felt very detached in the way that like But did... then also
2: you can you can also argue that, you know, that's about sexual assault, it's about PTSD, the detachment from life, la 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 la. la. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, it's kind of hard for me to like take away any sort of like real
0: but the kind of characterization, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to interpret it. But the characterization, mm. basically, there's a character for those who haven't, which is probably everyone haven't seen the film. <laughs> if you didn't
2: go to see it tonight or to last it tonight, night, well, good luck.
0: <laughs> try to find it online in six months. But um, basically, there's this like character who um, is kind of our Isabel Ajani in the in the film. One. Who, sure, she like. Well, yeah, true, but she kind of like loses it quite early on. And she becomes, I guess, possessed with the spirit of one of Epstein's victims. But then it's like kind of this like fucked up, like psychosexual. It's
1: very like like
0: um, yeah, I am thirteen and I want you to fuck me and mm, I want to like and so there's lots of really demented scenes of her jerking off out the front of the real Epstein building. Um, you know, playing with the JE on the door with her fingers.
2: Her, discharge
0: <laughs> wiping her discharge all over like royal memorabilia and it's really like i guess i guess from a psychoanalytic perspective it's really fascinating the ways in which you know like like um trauma operates and how you like um how you come back from assault and abuse and pe- like grooming and how do you i don't know what does the spirit of a of a groomed and abused child do to someone is like a really scary perspective. <laughs> and it to And to yeah. me, like, the film... Okay, I don't know. I'm just going to say it. When we were sitting mm-hmm. in the cinema, it wasn't just us. We were laughing hysterically. Like, oh, we were we, the girls we, laughing. I think we treated the story as a kind of... I don't know. Like, yeah. like this sort of shit is camp. Well, like, this like, genre is camp in and of psycho- itself.
2: Psychoso- psycho- Se- Psychosexual horror movies cannot be taken... Like, it's... Vi- I would say it's the vast, really hard to the take vast, m- seriously. The vast majority yeah. of them... I've made a very camp, you know... Because the
0: characters are literally, like, uh, maniacally laughing. Like, how do you you appreciate that? The
1: piano teacher with, like, Isabelle Huppert. Mm -hmm. Like, that's an entirely different story. Mm. And also written by a woman. But um, watching this, I walked into it knowing it was prestige, like, having had seen the oh my god it's glenn like scene right, you know, right, where like right, Anna, right. i had not seen anything no they literally
0: deep, did yeah. a cameo with the other red um, scare podcaster and they said that she was glenn maxwell which is just absurd oh, and ridiculous like, okay right, right right. but like just it's just like a nod i guess because they're paying attention to the fact that most of their audience is they're like, gonna be
2: people who, is
1: like red of, scare listeners yeah, yeah exactly exactly i think that was like clever and um i don't know I, like, literally leaned over to Charles and I was like, oh, my God, the best acting in
0: the movie. Like, <laughs> no, Anna, no, is, really Anna is it was really, really good. Anna is really
1: charming. And she had her
0: mullet back then. and
1: Yeah. It's
0: really cute. So
1: I, I mean, heard it was, like, filmed in the, the summer of... No, in the winter of 2019. And then they, like, were editing it in the, like, spring of 2020. I think
0: it was during the lockdowns that, they, that yeah. she was working on it because I remember her vaguely, like, mentioning it. I just think the film is really because... A- they're moving, we're going to blurp out every ____, by the way. We've been blurping out the word in all about our blurping. Okay. <laughs> um, blurping, blurring, I don't know what it's called. Oh, yeah, um, the girlfriend the of the way that was they... trying to guess what the word was. Did she guess right? Yeah. Shit, I mean, it's literally that derivative of a word. Um, yeah, right. Um. So they're kind of walking around, and they're kind of moving between real locations, and that's what's beautiful about the film is that they're speaking to the actual history of the city and, like, yeah. where they live. Also- and they move between all of these different locations they're looking at. So, the scene where, um, I remember it from a documentary I watched. The scene where they're looking at, um, this building, you know, it's <laughs> They're looking at this building and they see her reaching up into the sky. And oh. then they see, Anna. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's actually the prison that he was yeah in, right? So they move from which, yeah. first, like, also what they talk about as they start to make their, you know, speed-induced, like, revelations mm. is that there's, like, some sort of a hexagon... What is it called? A hexagon? Pen- pentagram, pentagram, pentagram. 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 I was going to say hex- hex- hexag- hexagonal? Hexagonal. I don't know. <laughs> this pentagram of the, oh like, n- Manhattan geography that, like, all of his locations are separated by a certain number, which is... By five, right. And um, they're kind of like moving between all these locations and it, it speaks to the ways in which this like network is like connected to the city and it's just invisible and it's a part of like... And ingrained in it, wo- woven into the
2: fabric. And they're walking old,
0: through those you know? streets, you know, and they're like, mm. move. You're moving into the apartment. Make, make, you're you know, fingering
1: yourself outside mm, of the apartment. Right. You're wiping well, your. I mean, that doesn't Fluid all over. Dischar- that doesn't happen by
0: accident. Over. Over. Yeah. You, you happen by accident. But you do move into an ex Jeffrey <laughs> Epstein apartment by accident. You know, just because of the fact that Manhattan is a very small island <laughs> and <laughs> it has. You, okay, so I'm like just so to, so to clarify, just <laughs>
1: I grabbed a bottle of kombucha, which has water in it,
2: and I tried to drink it with the cap on. But then the cap fell off. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, I'm going to say something real quick, okay? Go for it. Go off. (laughs) So, I think that at first I was really like, okay, I'm listening, I'm seeing. Because, you know, when they move into the apartment and, you know... As soon as they move... I, I don't know. As soon as they move in, like, you know, you see the scratch marks on the fucking wall. You see so the blood corny. on the bed or the shit. So cool. You know. And they
0: do the zoom into the face <laughs> yeah. and it's like, oh.
2: But then, you know, and then, you know, she's sleeping and before she has her, you know, pre, you know, yeah, her, her prequel to her possession oh gosh, moment also she's yeah. like sniffing
0: the mattress I'm like didn't you put the sheets on yes. like how did you not see the big also, stains you,
1: uh, she was like in the middle of REM sniffing them I'm like did you not sniff this as you laid down in the bed because um, because smells also, just can,
0: suddenly appear can we talk about how
1: sleep. Carmen literally called this I don't know at one point but Carmen called lesbianism so early in literally no, but, within I, the no, but I darkness. went into
0: the film knowing that it was a see, lesbian I, I, film see, I didn't you know anything.
2: didn't know that no I no, did not I, I knew thought, that, I I knew that say, it was lesbian. I didn't know shit. I didn't know one goddamn good thing and I tried to keep it that way. But then when <laughs> I saw the girlies be talking to be talking to them, you know, each other. No, like, okay,
0: but like the fringe character was giving lesbian vibes from the beginning. French
2: did you say French character? Fringe. 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 Oh, Miss I was fringe,
1: saying, Miss Fringe. Miss Noel. Do you mean Miss Noelle? Miss
0: Noelle. No, Noelle was Noelle. giving Brunette. The Yeah, Noel was giving Brunette. like mm-mm, stone. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. I, I was getting it. She was wearing, like, this very kind of, like, I don't know. She was wearing, like, Adidas, like, trackies and, like, this kind of, like... I don't know. It was <laughs> no, winter. That's but... I no, that's
2: afterwards. No, she was wearing great fitness... So, what happened was... was <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> Noelle and the blonde move into an apartment. They see a freaky little girl... Sorry, little girl. A freaky young woman with blonde hair. Knock, knock, knock. Don't on try the it, door. little
0: girl.
1: <laughs> do not, you <laughs> do not, head, little. They say, "Go away, Jehovah's Witness, etc., etc." Noel, the Charlotte Gainsbourg like brunette, is caught in the apartment alone as Dasha Nekrasova is knock, knock, knocking on the door once again. So the brunette lets her <clears> in. So well no she
0: doesn't let her in She like barges in <laughs> She's like I'm a real estate agent And I'm yeah. here to check the apartment She just barges in Then Turns she's like also I'm a bulimic So then she's just spewing She is
1: no real estate agent She's actually quote unquote Investigating the Epstein murders Big conspiracy <laughs> theory Opens up her briefcase Which I thought they're how love. chic a briefcase Love that. Many papers, many printouts Many boxes of pills mm. She brings out a little capsule breaks it into a glass of water, yeah. and breaks another one into the glass. And then she tries to feed it to the um, lovely, sickly Charlotte Gainsbourg.
0: <laughs> <character>. <laughs> lovely, sickly Charlotte sick. gainsbourg come jeffrey Epstein sick. character. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And, um, and I'm and, so sorry,
0: Charlotte Gainsbourg. You don't look like <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein. Anyway. <laughs> but you are sickly. But you are sickly and <laughs> kind of sick. Just like Jeffrey Epstein for oh. the roles that you take. Anyway, I'm not gonna get. I'm gonna get off my high horse. You're high pod. <laughs> high think- pod.
1: So, um. Anyway. They had had drunk the Vivans water together, mm-hmm. and she Jesus said, Christ. "I n- I know this is speed." Um, and the and <laughs> Dasha says, "Just drink it." And Dasha <laughs> says, "This is the manufacturer recommendation." Like, oh. <laughs> so they had been drinking the speed, and then um talking about you know MK Ultra, any number of very fashionable conspiracy mm-hmm. theories, including Jeffrey Epstein, etc., etc. Yeah, and, not to be confused. Uh, with <laughs> no, no comment, and um, and then, so. I don't know how they got there. I don't know. My mind's kind of a blur. But they ended up in the living room where Miss um, Dasha takes off her pants. And then um, the brunette also is um, taking off her underwear. And then Dasha starts. <laughs> down okay. Here. So, also, the way this is shot is from behind yeah. Dasha, where she's got her hands it was all such over a the hot brunette. Shot. It was so nice. Good.
0: And, and she's arching
1: her back like no one's business, and her mouth is fully in the brunette's poussoir.
0: One one thing I'll say is that whoever the cinematographer was mm. was like got us
1: the most beautiful ass and pussy shots of a, all time.
0: Like an ass man, you know what mm. I mean? Like <laughs> there was so many like up up the skirt but no also, but actually when you no, think about no, it, no, it no, there's no, so many up the wait. skirt wait. shots mm-hmm. Yes, which is yes. so Jeffrey Epstein mm-hmm. so Jeffrey
1: Epstein also none of the actresses in the film had tits because they were oh, all, that's all so also true. bulimic girlish, but the t- girlish, girlish. lolita etc Jesus I
0: didn't even think about that mhm but it's That's no, funny. but it's also Dasha's personal preference in terms of what she wants the beauty standard to go back to. She it's wants so true. she wants us to move back to the nineties where women yeah. didn't have no breast b- body fat slash no breast, breast tissues no slash
1: tissue. No memory.
0: Food that they would eat during the day.
1: Exactly. So anyway, that food food food. Water was getting eaten on the speed yes. water. Yes. <laughs> um on
0: the two the scary of two one two on
1: the scary of two one two (laughs) and not only okay so it happened once on screen i loved it i lived for it 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 was awesome it was was beautiful it was actually a really hot
0: scene it was hot i think so Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, and um, and then another time we catch them, you know, the brunettes' panties are off, Dasha's stocking. And she said, she,
2: she, she, she gives us that. I've never done this with a girl before. No, oh my god, that was I want so to. It was, But I was so I've never done it with a
0: girl before. And Dasha's like, oh.
2: <laughs> and she's like, but I want to.
0: Yeah, and then she takes off
2: her shirt to reveal the American apparel beige with black piping bralette. No, okay,
0: let's talk about costume. So in the first scene, the one that ends up going hysterical, <laughs> she's wearing a t-shirt that says sisterhood, but it's the Hollywood sign. Yes. Let's... Sorry, but that is just I'm the, the most the red scare. Like <gasps> Lana, <the> sign. <laughs> Lana Del Rey-esque, mm-hmm. like that yeah. was the most, I don't know, absurd Red Scare Lana Del Rey reference that I've ever heard of. Like, seeing her. It was so, like, post, post, post ironic. Like, yeah, let's put her in the sisterhood Hollywood shirt because it's all about, you know, corruption and sexual abuse and also, and also like,
1: eating out each this, like, vagina. jaded
0: sense of, like, yeah. anti feminism and all of this. And also, vagina eating <laughs> and also 212. Um, <laughs> and the costumes were really great. I think Dasha cast herself as this like i don't know sort of junkie slash like method hooper like hooper super (laughs) super we're gonna cut that out super um (laughs) tasteful and demure stylish woman with like these cute boots. Like the mm-hmm. boots were being featured. Yeah, I don't know like, the boots were like the
1: boots, but, but also like the, the, the nude. Cloth, the, the, the nude fishnets.
0: Oh, I didn't that even that
1: <gasps> The nude fishnets were so fucking sexy. Because they're
0: gonna
2: buy a pair after seeing. Me them. too. Okay,
1: so then mm-hmm. in one yeah, scene, yeah. it kind of like pans up, and over the brunette's ass is nothing. There's nothing on her bottom half, and then on Dasha, you see pans over nude Capizio, <laughs> n- Capizio. and goes
2: without any runs
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then a plain white very athletic looking thong um, and I, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I went over to the kind of like this and I said why is Dasha the
0: top? <laughs> 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 that's true because if her undies are still on then it's tell. I don't know that, what to say about oh, that, oh, that. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah that's
2: and the featuring with the Balenciaga sock boot I didn't
0: see that. I, I, did, saw, I didn't I, clock that. I was too busy looking at the comments. Come and clock? Mm-hmm.
2: I saw them. She was, she was wearing the Balenciaga sock boot with maroon uh, American apparel tennis skirt. Yes. With some sort of mock neck, turtleneck yeah, 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 situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with, like a, with
0: like a pussy bow blouse yeah, some or something. So, can we talk about the scenes? Okay, there were two mm. scenes in particular that I want to talk about where, firstly, they had this, um, I don't know, Google Maps-esque like drone oh,
2: like, yeah. footage
0: of the Epstein Island mm-hmm. which is really interesting. I love when a film will like build its own kind of like camera work and this own like coloring and lens and then it will just immediately switch to digital. I think it's really jarring and I think, and kind of beautiful. Mm-hmm. It, it gave yeah. me like Demon Lover for a second and then they also had this scene which is even more Demon Lover where it was literally like um, this like porn game where it's like oh, you yeah. know the
2: anime being That, that is so game. jarring
0: when you're looking at these beautiful like washed out like New York City gargoyles and
2: oh my god
0: washed so... out like like very empty apartment yeah just very nineteen sixties
2: very, very very Rosemary's Baby yeah right. la, 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 la. and then you just Texas, like shock us you know? with the
0: visual impact of like a really clarified like digitized like game interface and it's kind yeah. of like beautiful in the way that it's like sexualizing the body and like doing this like animated hentai kind of fuck toy idea and then also the epstein island was really i don't know it was like sexy i guess they just stole that footage from somewhere but it was like i guess so i was kind of wondering
1: like... if it was like a... so it looked like it was youtube screen recorded yeah. drone footage yeah but it was very difficult to tell what had been like dramatized and what yeah. had been real yeah um and the same with the like enemy like yuri game whatever it was um with like the student worker and whatever Mm. and the little moons emanating from the computer um but
0: it was but i think it's kind of beautiful because obviously we know the screen we're like aware of like how screens look and and i think to honor the fact that like, okay, yes, we're watching a film, but then yeah. also there's screens within that film and, and when yeah. when it cut to this like Google Maps thing, they were like sitting behind a computer, that was like yeah. I thought it was the really, moment. I you thought know? it was really
2: funny how from what I remember, it was also like a MacBook from like five years ago. Yeah. Sure, like, sure. Like I'm right. always like, I'm always funny. I'm always really hyper aware of like, you know, contemporary technology in film right. because you know shit be moving fast and whatever even like scary it felt like almost dated from like the shit that we were seeing because yeah. even like anime you know yuri girl game right. i feel like was something that we maybe we would have all stumbled upon by accident when right. we were 12 right. years old 10 years ago you know what I mean? yeah. yeah it's so
1: hard i was talking to actually friend bestie of the pod mm-hmm. the fourth of the roman quattro um
0: where is he
1: oh my god where he's where, in Fingal Bay where the hell in... is
0: he's in <laughs> he's in <blurb>. he's <laughs> he's in
1: so we were analysing a certain lesbian tv show um about remain nameless <laughs> um about um in a kind of chronological you're framework you're
0: literally so l worded at this
1: point he will
2: rename rename <laughs> rename Hellless. we're so
0: drunk we're literally like it will rename l worded what are they talking about? Oh my
2: god, the
1: R word, the L word, the Oh, uh, F... There's so many words. Here. Oh my god. I'm
0: so tired of Levitt.
1: So, so um, Mr. Levitt had decided that there was a certain critical framework to be looking at this television show that him and I were watching together, which was Web 1, Web 2, Web 3. Are you okay. familiar with like Web 1, 2, and 3? No. Do you mean so... like
0: you've got three things going at once?
1: No, no. I want to hear about that. It's, like, it's a kind of chronology. So basically, mm-hmm. I learnt this off Web wet brain initially with Walter wet
0: Pierce <laughs> not to be kidding this have is you, the podcast have you about podcast to, have you
1: listened to wet brain of course brain?
0: I've listened to one you've or two you've listened to wet
1: brain sure did you listen to the web one two three episode
0: no okay. I don't think so
1: alright so with honor something L. and Walter honor Pierce honor
0: something
1: <laughs> I was like oh, no, I was, I I was gonna know. say honor beep but
0: <laughs> <laughs> I knew that wasn't
1: right so <laughs> Web 1 is when there were, like, static web pages, you never interacted with anything, you basically went from, like, 1, 2, 3 in a very specific kind of chronology. Oh, like a click-through
2: kind of situation. Yeah,
1: like a personal website that would have pages on it, but you couldn't kind of interact in the way that you can with a forum. So Web 2, there are forums, you can comment, oh, okay, you can kind right. of interact. Web 3 is like metaverse type shit where they're literally okay, brainwashing right. you and influencing elections. So when we see something like the beep word, um, we can characterize it as a very kind of Web 2, I guess, kind of time step. When we look at the Jeffrey Epstein, kind of how that emerged at... I don't know, maybe like 2018, 19, 17. And the technology kind of exhibited in the scary of 61st and the technology that also Red Scare is tuned into and know that their audience is tuned into is very Web3. And it's very the precipice of Web3, where we're just kind of realizing the impact that that kind of has on us. So when you were describing the two friends in front of the laptop that's a couple of years old, it really was reminiscent to me of what that kind of social interaction is mediated by through the web Mm, technology yeah and how web three that really is sure Mm. and
0: i guess what's great about the film is that it like it like um dislocates that like two screen separation and it just moves you into like the film is like a computer screen for a moment and you're actually like looking at a computer screen.
2: I think that there's also something so like, um, maybe like maybe that's even the most genuine part of the film is like the you know, acknowledgement that, you know, we've all been the bitches at, you know, the MacBook screen with our <laughs> friends on the couch. Oh my God. Yeah, maybe that right, maybe right. maybe that's the and most also being like, part And of also been like
0: me. and also like met someone's boyfriend and literally had no interest of knowing and him. Then, like And that conversation I think I'm going to say it was the best writing of the whole film. The conversation between Dasha it's and nice Annie's Addie or Addy? I think
2: it's Addie. Addie's Addy. boyfriend
0: where okay, she's literally like telling him who Jeffrey Epstein is and he's like, "Oh yeah, I heard he killed himself." And she's like, "No one believes that." And then he's like, Maybe "You he know, you never sad. know. You never know if someone kills themselves. Maybe they're sad." And she's like not even responding. He's like, "You know, I like, knew." Th-
1: actually next. Like actually <laughs> yeah, she's like
0: And that, I think, was, like, the most realistic, like, share house vibes of, like, I don't know, this conversation that goes on where you're having to, like, meet someone's boyfriend and And interact. And they're so boring and and ugly. they're just so Ah! boring and just, like... If
2: you are a man, you are not talented. Literally.
0: Come out and say it. (laughs) Carmen just confessed herself to us that she had a, like, um, a drafted tweet that never came to fruition, which was that.
2: Also... If you are a man, you are not talented. And, okay, also, and also, you are not a succubus. You are a white woman.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so follow Carmen Cedar on Twitter at Vicky <laughs> Minaj. <laughs> underscore. <laughs> Don't forget the underscore, y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, we all kind of enjoyed it. I feel like we all okay. came I kind want of to know.
0: Vibe. What I wanted to confess was that for the first half of the movie... I thought it was gonna be bad and for the second half of the movie i loved it like i was actually having so much fun my favorite moment was where carmen really actually like put her legs up in the air (laughs) oh
1: (laughs) my
2: god
0: we were actually in a public place and carmen like put her legs up in a video fully
1: like legs overhead like Like a a pretzel. pretzel yes
0: what was the moment that that happened? I can't it was remember. when
2: the cunt was getting eaten. No. <laughs>
0: was it? Was it?
2: No, I think... Was the cunt getting eaten or was the cunt getting flicked?
0: No, can we talk about the scene where she's, like, literally, like, stomping all over this food in her apartment and, like, making okay. love to, like, Okay, let me, I want, I, I okay, let me... I do, I do, I do so... want to say one thing.
2: I do want to say one thing. I think that I was really, like, this is really camp, this is really psychosexual, la la la. And I think that I... at There was a point in the movie where I was, like, I'm not getting the horror from it because... You know. No, okay, but the question was is, say, was
0: this film scary? No. You know what? No. It wasn't scary. I, okay,
2: but no. It was but, the sexy of
1: 65. Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: But I do wanna s I do wanna say Blondie, Addie, whatever the fuck her name is. Um, and you can keep that in. Um, <laughs> um I do have to say that her, like, you know, thumb-sucking, you know, wannabe possession, like freak out moment, I do think was really actually effective and Very fucking disturbing for me. Yeah, it really reminds me of there's this movie. I think it's like seventies. I want to say Australia or American movie called The Baby, and it's about like an adult, an adult baby. Gross. Um, and it's like it's like very, it's like yeah, it's like it's
0: literally, (laughs) it's literally
2: like. It's literally, like, so problematic and weird, but, like, whatever.
0: Do you remember when Drag Race made them, like, dress as babies Yes, and I shit? do remember. Ew! Ew yeah. It's literally, yeah. like, Weirdo you shit. are the creeps that everyone has been, like, <laughs> <Maybe yeah>. forcing <laughs> culture to believe that you are.
1: I don't know. It's really weird because it's this, like, kind of full circle of, like, normalised gay to, like, normalised, like, gay baby to, like, fetish. Right,
0: right. Or, like, actual, like, diaper
1: fetish. I don't
0: know if I believe that that Addie character was actually, like... Brilliant. I don't think it
2: wasn't. I've got to say, I've got to say, I've seen a lot
0: of like this kind of role. Like there's the role Mm, in the in the psychosexual film where the character goes to the unhinged level and all this. But I don't think this one was well done, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Like I think that this I think that this character was like pushed in a weird direction where I don't think it was... Why do you say
2: weird, though? Because I'm, like, thinking... Psychosexual is, like, inherently weird. Inherently weird. No,
0: I think it was, like... um, I don't know. I I don't think the actress was to my taste. I don't Mm, think there was a level of, like... I
1: thought she was unattractive, which... I think
0: she missed a lot of, like, restraint. And I think you don't expect restraint to be a big part of it. But when you're going, like, to that extreme. So right. I think there's a level of restraint that needs to be, like, kept. But
1: then that would have needed to happen in, like, the editing, no. Because if she gave that performance in front of, like, Epstein's building, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how films get made. I don't know how films work. But basically, what this girl was giving was almost too much. It was very It was. Offensive. It was. It was, but it was then actually we, oh, just but the whole gross. The too then, much, though. No, I you don't know? think the whole
0: movie was too much. I think, I I genuinely believe that this particular you, you, actress... Yeah was, like, taking it to this other level. Mm. And I don't think that her performance was, like... I don't think it was, like, truly possessive. Like, I feel as though it was, like, this kind of, like, maniacal, like, trying really hard to, like... To be... It was gross. Mm. It was disturbing. Yes, I agree. Mm. But I don't think it was, like... It didn't feel like this, like... Truly... Okay, that's the that's <laughs> second... Was looking,
2: I was looking for that No, we got to I gotta explain. People it. are listening. <laughs> okay. We've
0: got to explain. Laura yeah. just tried to pour <laughs> another drink oh, without a cap.
2: Okay. This is okay. her
0: second drink without okay, a
2: cap. Okay, but this was a
1: selfless one, eh? This was a generous, something.
0: generous cap. Um,
1: Thanks, yeah, baby. I don't
0: know. I wasn't convinced by the performance. I didn't think Ooh. it was brilliant. I thought it was, yeah, gross. I thought it was disturbing. disturbing. It was disturbing, not, for sure. I mean... Because she was, like, like sucking on her thumb. Okay,
2: but let's call a spade a spade. It was a possession rip-off which is fine yeah, it a was, lot of movies a lot of movies have been influenced by possession and that's fine because it's you know, sure. brilliant. brilliant but you know really any other it's you know and maybe this maybe this is unfair but it's the reality of like film media is that any other movie who kind of tries to do a scene similar is going to be compared i'm also curious about like when you guys found out about possession Mm -hmm. the
1: movie because for me it was something that i encountered when um sydney festival was happening Mm -hmm. okay it was the summer of 2019 2020 I was selling Bleep at the Bleep. <laughs> and Isabella. I know you don't have to place. bleep yourself, like, nope. we've literally I got like a bleep it. that no, we can't No, it's funny when we do, really do it? it's it's right a. No, right. So you remember. Yeah. Okay. okay. Okay, okay, okay. So Isabella Johnny was meant to perform in the
2: bleep at the bleep. <gasps> yeah. Yeah,
1: at the drama theatre in the Sydney Opera okay, House. Bleep, bleep.
0: Bleep, <laughs> bleep, bleep. bleep. <laughs>
1: So she was meant to perform right, but then the bushfires started. No, not uh, no, Isabel Bajani
0: in the. Um, bring her I, here. No, I literally just like. Bring her here. No, I literally accidentally said like names of people I went to high school with, like Bajani. Like,
1: Bajani <laughs> instead of Bajani.
0: Isabel so- Ajani. I said. I said um, Isabel
1: Vagani. I said
0: no. I've literally got a person lives across the road from me. Don't dox me. Named Virgili. That's her last name. Vigili. Vigili. I'm so from now from you, on, you are
1: Laura Vigili. You,
0: from now on, her name is Isabel Virgili.
1: Isabel Vigili was set to be performing in the drama theatre of the Sydney Opera House, but you have to bleep because I love them so much. I love working we at them. At the... Audio redacted. <laughs> um. So, but she uh had uh cancelled the goddamn show, which had sold tickets like a motherfucker, um, because of the bushfires, which would have damaged her precious lungs. Not.
0: I, okay, Laura was grabbing at her chest, and I thought you were gonna say it would have damaged her <laughs> precious implants. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, and the Sydney the uh, sorry, the Sydney Festival director fought back and said, Isabella Johnny Gianni- is it a is refusing done. diva. She is a diva, and she wants <laughs> the moment. And Sydney deserves better than this. I diva, tell you,
0: diva this, is a female version of a person. And
1: yes, of a you, rock you, star you gyrated of a, one a, a time.
2: <laughs>
0: you, you, okay, you gyra- so what? So <laughs> what? So maybe you invented walking through tunnels <laughs> right. and throwing glasses one of time, milk.
2: You know what? One time you gyrated in the train in the train <laughs> tunnel. Does that make you? Does that make you a diva? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I actually
0: think I actually think she threw the first. Like, yes. like
2: Hussler,
0: so, she threw the first, I don't know what to call it, carton of milk <laughs> in a tunnel and like, history has never been the same. Like, so my awareness of possession came on, did I oh interrupt yeah, your story? Is I'm it still going?
1: so sorry. No, the it's only thing gone. was, the director of the Sydney Theatre Festival was like, Fuck this diva. Fuck this bullshit. She should have come to Sydney. It is a disrespect on this city that she would even think for a moment that the smoke <laughs> affecting all of our citizens in New South Wales would even affect her tiny little precious lungs.
0: <laughs> and it, Although
1: they
2: are precious. Because
0: should... you know what? They are so petite. Like Her lungs <laughs> are so small.
2: It
1: should be a privilege for her to perform at the beep in the beep <laughs> and for Laura to sell tickets to her. But You he know t- that
0: she's working at the smallest gig in Sydney. It's not the beep or the the Beep, it's hey, literally it's the, uh, no, 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 no. Isabella Johnny is just Isabelle, coming to visit Miss like Isabelle. Metro Theatre or like Enmore Theatre, that's what, where she's performing because like, you're beeping it. Question. Like, of course, it's like only gonna be the most
1: oh, the most extravagant, the most elegant, perform for who uh anyway anyway involved. let's get to the story i okay. wish i remember we're losing our minds anyway, anyway, we're very isabel- much in our
0: possession era yeah,
1: isabel yeah, johnny possess possession right i'm crawling up the wall i'm gyrating it's fucking vomiting. vomiting don't forget no
0: okay let me talk you guys through when i became okay. aware of possession okay. it's like shamelessly way too recent but anyway i watched climax oh yeah maybe by, six,
1: by no, eh? mm-hmm. yes
0: maybe six months ago Oh On laura's recommendation oh
1: my god but also god, may i just this... say
0: that i'm like i've come a long way since i watched climax because when i watched fully, it fully. i was like actually live tweeting but actually live messaging laura like hysterically afraid i don't know why i had this idea that the film would be so scary but it has this moment where um
1: no but i that's so funny because you were live messaging me and i was like Calm down Charles, but also it has been the most disturbing movie I've ever watched. I yeah, it was that. it was
0: genuinely really disturbing, but yeah. I was watching it like during the day in Paris. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't have any reason to be so Oh yeah, afraid. it was fully the morning for you. But I've also gotta say, like I'm like a total pussy when it comes to horror. Like even when like we were watching this film I had my hands up like Ooh. So, um, <laughs> So I watched Climax and there's this scene where Sophia Butella like oh throws herself up against the wall to an Aphex twin song and mm-hmm. it's a direct reference to Possession and yes. Isabella Johnny in the tunnel, of course. And it just feels as though like any film that's trying to do this psychological horror, this sort of like meltdown, unhinged moment, it's always going to be a reference to Possession. Huh? And that's kind of unavoidable but what I what I find interesting is that people with, with Scary of 61st is what people are trying to do. They're trying to like okay, it's Eyes Wide Shut, it's Possession, and it's, like, this film really is, like, nothing like Eyes Wide Shut. You know what I mean? It actually has nothing to do with Eyes Wide Shut. It's, like, Eyes Wide Shut is, like, a vague allusion to sex trafficking. You know, this film is so explicit in the way that it actually not only talks about the ideas, but it actually names an example, Mm -hmm. and it actually tries to, like, pinpoint that example, turn that example into a story. It's kind of beautiful in the way that she's, like, taken this current affair and she's blown it up she's fictionalized it she's turned it into this like esoteric beautiful uncomfortable scary like sure um laura's going to pee um she just actually did a discreet moment but i couldn't i couldn't play it <laughs> off um i think it's kind of cre like kind of great how the story is like built upon like Oh, my God, do you guys hear that? It's literally, like, Australian birds. Oh, my God, they're called kookaburras. I'm so glad to be home. Oh, Oh, my God.
2: So. (laughs) But I want to say, I think that, like, I think that you're so right. I think it is really beautiful um, that she has blown this up. Because also, like, we have to remember, and, you know, I said this as soon as we walked out of the theatre, I said, I need to say one thing. Yes. When Scary of 61st, you know, celebrates its 25th year anniversary, it'll be a cult classic. Right. But, you know...
0: Because I think the timeliness of the film is lost. Like, we're about two years off well, from yeah, the whole Jeffrey see, Epstein and the thing. Re- the
2: real problem is a movie really takes a year to from, you know, start to finish to be right, released. Right. So a lot of, you know, these... And, you know, I was saying, you know, I wonder how much this film, you know, it, you know, it took to make this film. Um, but from, you know, you know, you're shooting, you're shooting, you're editing, you're releasing, whatever, it can be... Um, 12 months, it can be two years, especially right. during, you know, beep, pandemic, right? Um, where she'd be getting delayed. Um, so I think it's really, I think it's actually probably, dare I say, a good thing um, that, you know, a really big social pivotal moment, right? Um, was actually encapsulated, you know, albeit in this psychosexual campy melodrama, right? Um, but, you know, I do, I do really believe, and this is probably. Maybe silly or, you know silly, you know, silly to think. But I do think that Scary has a place in, like, camp psychosexual horror movies. Me too. Um, I think that it really has the potential to be a cult classic. I think that... But I also think that the movie knows that. Um, yeah,
0: that's that's know? the problem with, like, making a movie in 2021. And is, also... It's, like, how do you move away from, like, actually being aware of how it's going to be received and what kind of audience can't. is going to love it and, like, what kind of genre it fits into. And, like, I think... It just felt like sometimes there was like this clash with the dialogue, with the approach to the story that felt like, fuck, like it's it's like flipping in and out of being like really brilliant and then just being so predictable. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, and I like agreed. I don't know. I think I still think it was a really brilliant work. I do think like there's a lot to like develop in terms of Dasha's like visual style and all of these things, and like I think as a as an entryway into her I don't know um Budding
2: directorial career. Sure. (laughs) I think it's a
0: beautiful first st- like a beautiful premiere yeah. you know what i mean mm. i think because
1: i think she has a very studied kind of eye when it comes mm. to the ingenue when it comes to yeah. the right. woman character in horror when it comes to um very conceptual kind of readings of things um i mean charles and i have been listeners for red scare for a very long time yeah um as i'm sure many of our listeners have hopefully um hopefully with any luck um and i think it curates this very kind of like specific vision of like of of media of psychoanalysis of a specific kind of like framework. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, so, so much brushes so, ca- on Carmen, my floor
0: right Carmen now. literally just went Isabella Johnny up in oh this gig god. and poured a glass of expensive <laughs> wine on No, it's
2: beer. <laughs> no, this was, was it wine. The no it's be- No no, no, oh, no, no I've got the brushes. Right. Um
0: you so now, now rashes. let me just walk you guys through it. We're padding out the wine with <laughs> a, sorry, a neon pink, um, what's this called? Terry towel. Terry tally tally towel bathrobe. Bathrobe. Yes. Um, and I think that's very Isabella johnny of you. <laughs> it's very possession of you. Um, I had to. So let's talk about our, our t- takeaways from the film. How do we, how do we feel about it to wrap up? <laughs>
1: i really enjoyed it i would um not see it again in this next 12 month period but i would love to watch it like in a couple years time Mm. even so when i was listening to the fbi podcast about it it was saying like the interviewer was saying to Dasha, like did you feel like you have a or you had an obligation to be very kind of immediate and reactionary about it Dasha said no, but it was very clear that it needed to be made in a certain time period, about a certain time period. And I wondered, and this was kind of something that we concurred when we had left the theatre... I had wondered what it would feel like to look this look at this film in twenty five years time. Right. If I was maybe twenty three in twenty five years time mm-hmm. and thinking, Oh my god, this is such a cool sure. film. I was a cool cool creator. creator.
0: Sure, sure. Like
1: what, what does this kind of feel
0: like? That's what we were talking about when you went to pee, like the kind of timeliness of it is like a little too fresh right now. And like when you look at texts about, you know, um the Cold War and of these things 25 years ago they hold this kind of the texts and the films and all this it like is able to encapsulate and like speak to a kind of way of thinking that can't be written in like a kind of historical way and i think a film like this is really beautiful in the way that it like eventually is going to be a way of learning about this period like people who are twenty three in twenty five years time twenty three just like we are <laughs> um they're gonna watch this film and it's gonna be a text that helps them to like understand and navigate the epstein you know revelations in a way that like
1: i think just it's really generic
0: media yeah. and and really heavily didactic um and um i don't know like uh i don't know like international broadcast media is going to like, I don't know, not really cover. Because I think what's beautiful about it is it takes this like idea and it like blows it up in this yeah. really human and psychological well, way. Also, mm. we didn't
1: say this whole time, but this is an idea we have talked about. And I'm sure Ooh. many people sure. Let's go into Like it. if you if you are listening mm. I'm sure you have thought about it. I'm sure you have experiences, this but we've thought a lot about like global pedophile culture and yeah. how that yeah. has like you know, affected our childhoods and it has um, affected people that we know and whatever. But um, that's something that the film kind of taps into in kind of a way that is ambiguous and I think a bit confusing about how to locate it at a specific time period because I think um, the way that... um, Obviously, the way the Epstein case worked was through child trafficking. Yeah. Um, but I think global pedophilic culture is so much greater than
0: that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And it's like... it's just it's like... really
2: evident in like a lot of, Um, I think... Tra- I mean, I don't know if it is like, you know, conscious or subconscious. Yeah. It's so evident in like traces of, you know there's shots of passing sweeping shots of Dasha and she's on the bed and she's in the knee-high socks and she's dangling her feet in yeah, the air. Yeah, right, right, right. And, you know, she's got her, you know, she's way she's this skinny little white girl with the blonde hair, with you no know, games. and she's, you know, there's, like, a lot of, like, up-close facial shots where she, you know, will deliver her lines and, you know, she's, and you think she's going to be, like, the sexy pizza girl who's going to fuck your brains out when she comes into the apartment. And, you know, she's got her mouth open and it's like, ah, uh, you know. And it's like, so right, right, she's right, giving right, up, right, oh, right. I've never done this before. Uh, you know? Right, 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 right. <laughs> You know? And there's, like, something really to be said for that. And, like, a lot of, you know, rookie mag. We're thinking, I'm thinking Peter Collins. I'm thinking rookie mag. I'm thinking, yeah. you know, all of this. Um, I think there's something to be said for that. And for me, I'm also really interested to know about, like, what, this movie's place is going to be in, like, the history of horror, mm, specifically. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I was like... Because I think the, like, Epstein case,
1: when all is said and done, obviously, Ghislaine is still being trialled, like, as we speak. Um, obviously, Jeffrey is dead. Um, I'm interested to see in the, how that unfolds, because, obviously, there were so many people working on the island, mm-hmm. et cetera, yeah, right. right, right. Cetera, so much, I'm sure, that we like, don't know. Collateral, like, so much that we don't know, et cetera. Um... So sure, I really am and I, guess, in following this I guess I guess well. what's
0: powerful about a film like this is that you're making a film. <clears throat> and wow. <laughs> that was a big one. I mean, jeez.
2: Sorry. Like,
0: <laughs> the scary of comments burp. Um what's what's what kind of I like say? fantastic about a film like this is the the whole industry of like American film and and mm. all of this is like there's such a history of pedophilia sexual exploitation Mm
2: -hmm. especially in the horror genre
0: abuse right and i can't speak to that but like i feel like a film like this is kind of a way of dasha critiquing the industry in and of itself and 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 also how all of these networks are so intrinsically connected and how like american media and american politics american film it's all just like this like scary pedophile culture and these kinds of texts are ways of unpacking that and like playing with those ideas in sometimes really irreverent and disgusting and gross ways. In the way that the mm-hmm. the Addy character moves into this kind of sucking your thumb and like oh. moaning and it's 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 really gross and, and yeah, it's just confronting. But it's confronting in a way that is like I don't know.
2: I think that for me it for me like the the thumb sucking is confronting in the way that it's like really it really like hammers home the fact of like ch- of children you know and like that's right, what right, really right, you right, know right. about like And
0: so there's a scene we we haven't spoken about it explicitly where Addie is having sex with her boyfriend and he's on top <gasps> of her and she's loving it he's loving it and she's like you know how they're like doing this kind of verbal role play and she's like you know what are you doing and then she's like how old am I? And he's like, you're 26. And she's like, I'm younger. And then he's like, you're 25. And she's like, no, I'm much (laughs) younger. And he's like, you're 18. You're 18. And she's like, Fuck me like I'm the, thirteen in full
2: exorcist voice. Yeah, yeah. So this is the other thing about the movie is that so, sorry to interject. No, that's but okay. But it's just like there's like so many like little instances like that, and also she says so basically like you know she's getting fucked or whatever, and she kind of turns around and she has like the full exorcist like um sound bite over her as well where she says like fuck me like I'm thirteen, yeah. and it's very you know your mother sucks cocks and hell la la la, <laughs> and you know it's like little moments like that, and also you know the very very beginning title sequence of you know, the shots of New York City in the 60s front, which is Rosemary's Baby. You know, yeah, you have the scratches course. on the walls, which is also Rosemary's Baby, la, la, la. And it's like... like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like la, 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 Yada, 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 you know. Um, and there's, like, little moments like that which are very hyper-aware of, like, the horror female canon, which I think is really interesting. That's why I'd be, like, very interested to see how this movie sits in horror in the future because, you know, horror as a genre, I don't know if, like... Dasha considers considers this movie to be horror, but that's definitely how it's been marketed. Mm. You know, horror yeah. has a very, like, love-hate relationship with women, and especially with the topic of sexual assault. Sure. It's in it's harder to find a horror movie that doesn't have... Because it's to always used of it. as
0: a tool for fear, but it's not always, like, condemned, in a way. Mm, you yeah, know what yeah, yeah. I mean? And it's, I think it's that's expected. the problem with horror, that it can't reconcile the fear of sexual assault, but also the actual, like implications of sexual assault and how do you actually interpret it post the act what's the message you're sending about the act and it's like yeah you're using it to like scare us you're using violence and sexual violence Mm -hmm. to scare us and to make us feel uncomfortable but then what are you saying about the sexual violence once it's happened
2: and yeah and i don't think it's like specific to scary but horror in general i think most most sexual assault scenes in horror movies actually are not plot driven. Sure, they're they like actually do Underplayed, right? Like they, but like, they're just unnecessary. Like, if you sure. watch a lot of horror movies, it's like very much just something that happens so that people feel uncomfortable and feel scared. But it's actually not con- it does actually doesn't contribute to the you know greater message of the film in right, right. 99.9% case because a
0: lot of horror films don't have much of a message because i think mm. the interesting thing about the horror genre is that it's See, I operating okay right 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 but my my interpretation mm. is that like horror films have like a purpose and the purpose is to scare you and sometimes along the way of trying to scare you they lose the focus of like What's the thesis? What's the thesis of the text? You know, Mm. it's just the purpose is just to, like, give you that thrill to, like, take you to that place that's scary. Mm. And it's like, okay, well, what did it make me feel in the moment? But what did it make me think about after I left? You know what I mean? After Mm. I, like, gestated on it and and really thought about it. And it's like, I think a lot of horror, like, falls short in the thesis department Mm -hmm. because it focuses so much on the experiential moment of how do I feel while I'm watching the film you know what I mean yeah
2: for sure I also think that it's very like it's very like a push and pull because you know I think that it's about how horror is as a genre but also how society society (laughs) how we you know how we um interact with like depictions of violence um on screen generally like I think you know when we see, not even just in horror movie context, but in any context, like, you know, when you're seeing violence on screen, are we interacting with it in a way that is critical? And I think that's Mm -hmm. not always the case. So I think that when horror movies do come out and, you know, I'm going to use a very specific example, but, you know, Saw, which I don't agree with, (laughs) but Saw, you know, tries to have a very ethical um, thesis behind it. So, you know, the whole thing is Jigsaw, you know, he's putting all these people in these traps because they're bad people, because he Mm. feels like they need to appreciate Mm. life. Mm. The whole first... The first two Saw movies is like, you know... These people are in these traps and they're being tortured and just sort of like... <laughs> 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 I remember this
1: turned, into, I a saw, this turned okay. into a Saw podcast. Okay. so I um I basically, <laughs> I watched the first Saw movie with Carmen <laughs> and Sophie when they were doing the 2061 nails, which were very iconic. But basically, I was like, I was classing my theories and basically my theories were... Okay, so the doctor is actually also a um development like real estate agent and he <laughs> put asbestos into the apartments and because of that saw had like put him into the saw trap. To, um. I'm telling
0: you landlords are evil.
1: To actually tell you that landlords are evil and gentrification is bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it has a very moral tale to it. I think the scary of 61st is kind of less moral. Yeah. Because it's dubious of morals and because yeah. it's dubious of like this puritanical kind of like anti wokeness, pro wokeness, At the same time as.
0: That we're in. Yeah, sure. And at the same time as it's like commenting on sexual abuse. It's also like throwing around the R word. Oh like, yeah. Having throwing this around very the like F- Yeah. And having this very kind of like I, I think know. that
2: they I think that what it what it does really well is like it has that tension, like I there were like times where I was really pulled in and really affected, like personally on like a deep, yeah. you know, on like an you know inside level. Like when level.
1: Dasha ate that pussy. Oh, oh my oh,
2: god, Mama! Right. I was affected deeply. What an emotional gig. moment! But then you know there were times where they're saying you know oh isn't he gay and you know, the, the you know the crystal man is putting his you know limp wrist down and saying get out of my store.
0: He says. You've got to get her in yeah, grave is, danger, in baby. Yeah,
2: you know what I mean? So there's, I really think that there is a push and pull that is the film is so aware of because it's bringing us in, it's saying, oh, you know, it actually is really bad, but then it's pushing us away by saying, like, like, you know, isn't he like, gay? Like, I thought <laughs> you like, you know, and then at the end, the whole, and also the ending we didn't even talk about.
1: Okay, okay, okay. So Dasha said on this one podcast that I sent to both, Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. common Mm -hmm. um i don't know if they listened i honestly don't mind like it's like seriously no problem but basically dasha had said that this was like as much of a vibance movie as it was about like jeffrey epstein and when i saw miss dasha pass out while the brunette murdered the blonde Mm -hmm. um and then basically she walks out of one scene um beaten up by the brunette character blood soaked down her face down her white blouse Mm. and then enter the next scene with another character with slightly less blood on her face and blouse. I thought, oh my god, she must have snorted the vitamins. Um. (laughs) And this was her, like, overdose moment where she hadn't actually where she hadn't actually been beaten up by the brunette character. So basically what I had thought was this is a more... (laughs) a comment on Big Pharma than it was on, I don't know, like, the Epstein trials. But I think that's silly. Saying it out loud, the, I feel I think silly. that's
0: what the film wanted us to do. It wanted us to, so. like... I think
1: I think, but I think try honestly... Try to throw in
0: our own, yeah. like, interpretations in, that would, like... Di- like.
1: In my... Yeah, in my opinion, ambiguity is so much more interesting than a certain kind of answer. And I'm not interested in whether it is, like, a ends ending or whether it was, like, a, um interpretive kind of she got murdered, like whatever. I think it's so much more important to walk out of a film and consider both or rather every answer and every kind of question and what that might do. Yeah. Um I think it's so uninteresting to Google afterwards. No right scary of sixty first explained. And like didn't I'm literally explain, like literally. Literally what's the fucking point you're a dumb whore obviously if you're googling that and just figure out for yourself what you think is the most interesting literally and
0: make a decision
1: if <laughs> you're if you're not curious if you're not interested if you're not satisfied then use your fucking imagination then go Come lie down on your better.
0: bed look up on go the
1: no, go it. no go lie down
0: on your bed look up at the ceiling and look in the mirror because you have a long hard look at yourself that is way overdue and you need to figure out what wrong with you that you can't make your own decision about a film
1: and if one so of you isn't gonna drink this last of the prosecco bottle with me i can't Look, even we're say about
0: prosecco to... <laughs> laura has been slurring her words for about 35 years i minutes.
2: like it when laura slurs.
0: Though. i kind of like, like it when she slur guys though. i think on this podcast we kind of like slurs <laughs> can we say that we like slurs um i guess it's time for us to sign off um, um, look, it's I been had a ball. Lovely. Kanye West I hope is blonde and gone. Blonde and gone.
2: And if you are a man, you're untalented. And also, you are not a succubus, yes. you are a and white also, woman at Dasha.
0: And also, oh, wait, I could still have a beer in <gasps> oh, oh, no. Oh no. Campaign. Okay, guys. So it's about time for us to end this podcast. We hope that you're going to go and see the scary of 61st. If you
2: can, if you're in Sydney, suck it. But also
0: it's like done in Sydney. Like we saw the last screening. So good
2: luck. <laughs> so really the only way to really see it is to listen to the, this podcast. So <laughs> you've if you d- done <laughs> because you've because you made it
0: a minute, a one hour and eight minutes long. So Good job! Because now that's all Congratulations! To even see. Tell your friends. <laughs> now, don't even go and watch the movie because it's don't bother. Done. It's bo- more Borrow- boring than this.
1: follow Thiki Minaj on Instagram <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> underscore 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 Sita on Instagram, <laughs> um, and thank her for joining us on this pro <laughs> podcast
2: of Vanity Project, <laughs> put- Van- Vanity p- 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 Project.
0: <laughs> What? Okay, let's do the let's do the scare of sixty first noise. What was it? No, it wasn't like that. It was, like, that it was like it was like. Don't 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 don't. No, dun, it wasn't
2: dun. like that. Was
1: that. I don't remember. It was sealed so with a loving kiss. <laughs>
2: sealed with a
1: loving kiss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're <laughs>